Broadcasting to you on a suitable delay from the Loading Ready Run Underground Orbiting Moon Base, it's the Lurkast. Oh. Hi, everybody. Um, the four of us are back again because uh, we had a conversation mm-hmm. and decided that um, we have another conversation, actually. But the reason the four of us have returned uh, is because we want to do another anime cast because it's the end of the uh, the winter season and we are beginning the spring season pretty quick. We decided we'd give you a rundown on what we enjoyed from this season and what we're looking forward to from the next season so that we can compare that to what happens at the end of next season so we can see exactly how wrong we were at the beginning of this season. Uh, I'm Brendan Beach Deary. It's a pleasure to see everybody. And let's introduce our, everybody from my right, your left. Hello. I'm Heather Deary. I'm Coriander Dickinson. You might remember me from previous lorecasts. I'm Ian Horner about anime. <laughs> anime. So, so what you're saying, Beach, is that we're we're getting into a never-ending cycle here of pretty of, much of predictions and reactions. Yeah, as long as we feel comfortable, like continuing to do this, mm-hmm. unless we uh, unless we just decide uh, that unless a season comes up that's so profoundly uncomfortable that we have to skip it. Yeah, exactly. But then that's. A valuable time to talk about it. You would think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. We'd yeah. actually have to watch horrible things, though. No, we can just react to them. Yeah, we could watch all nothing right. that season and go back and like watch all of Legend of Galactic Heroes. But, Speaking but of which... Die. <laughs> Do you want to go first? No. Oh, okay. excellent. <laughs> uh, sorry, that, was, that was a segue, Peach. Okay. Um... So things what? that we watch, okay, yeah. stuff that we watch. So we'll do it kind of like the way we did it before, I think, where everybody One picks a show and just says, this is something that I watch from this season kind of deal. I think that works good rather than just reading off everything we watched. Sure. Uh, so something that uh, I watched this season that I wasn't entirely uh, sure if it was going to be good or not, um, and it turned out to be okay was Binan Koko Chikyu. You want to do that one? Yes, I do, because I only watched two full episodes then, to completion. Fine. Yeah, because I slept I mean, through two, all the other two ones. things to completion. You, yeah, you I will do the other one, one then. I uh, Or the it's other thing that... Weird yes. one I don't like. So there's a show that we tried to watch uh, that I've gotten most of the way through and Heather doesn't really like. It's called Kofuku Graffiti. It is, uh, it is girls eating food. Um, it is... Erotically. Not really... It's the thing is, is that when when they wrote about it, it does it does sound erotic, and I guess if you really want to inject it with all that, it looks erotic. Oh no, it does look erotic. It's just more about them really, really enjoying the food, which is something that like Japanese people really are good at that on TV, right? That they're like they like to make a lot of food shows, and they like to really emphasize how good the food so, is that they're eating. Ha- having now not watched it, pitch it to me because the Japanese food programs I know about they they really concentrate on a the close up of the shiny glistening food that's slightly shaking in the uh, yep. arthritic chopsticks. Yep, and then the <gasps> oh my. And then uh, there'll be subtitle here. Well, other than the fact that they're teenage girls, mm-hmm. and they eat it really slowly. They eat it really slowly. With a lot of saliva, maybe. They lick their lips a lot, mm. and their and their lips are very plump and very shiny. Ah. And and when they when they eat it, uh, and it breaks apart, it kind of like nobody can draw food properly. They got probably as close to drawing food properly in anime than anyone has ever gotten to. And even then, it always looks like you're eating raw meat. No. Again, I I want to interject because there's been a lot of blog posts that happened in the past season about uh, the Ghibli food and how good Ghibli food always looks without looking, I'm going to say, pornographic. Except for the meat. Meat's still wrong. 
I agree. Okay. Yeah. Meat's always one of those things that I think is really hard to animate because you, you always end up, uh, it always ends up coming out like weird and limp, even, even when it's like, you know, like a steak and it's like, the, cause whenever you animate like a ham steak or something like that, the guy still picks up the ham steak and it's not like it sticks straight out. It always like flops over like it hasn't been cooked properly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I liked it. Uh, I like Kofuku Graffiti. Um, I didn't love it. But I did like it, and I'd like to go back and finish the rest of it to see if actually some more comes out of it. But one of the reasons to love that show is the preview. And that's really the, the best reason and only reason, if you're, if you're not interested in the show, just watch the preview because it has the best theme. I'm not going to sing it. You can go find it online. Okay. Kofuku uh, Graffiti. You done? I'm done. Okay. I talk about, let's see if I can pronounce that, Binan Koko Chikadu Boe. Ooh, love. Yes. Is that good? Got okay. There. I'm terrible at actually pronouncing the Japanese titles. It is a magical boy series. Ooh, yeah. yes. Yeah. So um, it's not amazing, but it's not intense garbage. So it's okay. okay. But essentially there is a Earth Defense Club and an Earth Conquerors Club. And the groups from those clubs are fighting each other, not knowing that they're the villains and the heroes, mm-hmm. because they have that kind of mosaic thing that goes over their yeah, face they, they when they transform. A, they oh have wow! A literal, okay. There's technology that literally does a weird mosaic thing to their face, hmm. and people can't see it. Oh. And uh, it also features a lot of uh, the five boys in a bathhouse okay. all the time, being being dudes and talking. So this is for a very specific audience, is what you're saying? I think anybody who likes a magical girl series would uh, get a lot out of it. Okay. Just because it's very tropey. It does, it does follow a it, lot of the tropes, it but it's definitely with guys. Is it a satire of the of the whole magical X thing, or is it kind of is, does it play it straight? I would say it's a little bit of satire. Okay. Yeah, it, it really does try to play it as straight as possible. But they, I mean, the boys themselves are constantly commenting on the fact that this is ridiculous. They are, they are the um, what do they call it? The the descendants of the throne of love or, yes. or something like that. And they do this little heart thing at the end. They're they all do it. They're like, <laughs> they're, they're all very earnest about like when they're transforming and doing attacks and stuff, but they also think it's really weird because it's like, why exactly do it? So there's always like comments going on. Why are we doing it this way? Why are we doing yeah, it that they do, way? They do oh, well, let's just keep doing it that way. They also question why, why we bother doing this at all. Let's just, let's just not let somebody else figure it out. Cause this is stupid. And one of the hallmarks what we're doing of, is dumb. One of the hallmarks of every episode is that they always end up just sitting around, like s- literally sitting around talking about stuff. Hmm. And then it's like, oh, then Monster of the Week shows up and they do something. It's never like we're out doing a thing, we're out having an activity. It's like, let's sit around the club room and just kind of randomly jaw about something stupid no, like boys it's, do. Uh, it's, very, it's very formula. I don't know if those conversations are really I, what I would call boy type conversations generally, but... I'm not a boy, so what do I know? Um, it's 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 very formula. It's uh, the the scene starts. There's a couple guys talking. They'll be talking about something dumb, like, "Oh, what's this weird food about? Yeah, who eats that kind of food?" Blah 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 blah. And then something will happen. Monster of the day will be based on that kind of food. They'll fight it. Ah, uh, so so very much in the the old style of the like, the superhero like old Sailor Moon, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of thing, uh, but actual plot happens faster because it's only like mm-hmm. 12 episodes so it's got to wrap up by the end yeah. yeah and the ending personally i felt like i'm not going to tell you what the ending is obviously but i felt like uh by i think episode nine was fairly obvious and it does have like a twist ending but i didn't think it was that great of an ending like they could have done more with it 
I'm done now. Okay. Uh, then in that case, I will take uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, Egyptian Gods Ark. Ooh, strong choice. <laughs> <laughs> which we're not finished because we went back to uh, watch Battle Tendency, which we did finish. I, I actually really, uh, if for anyone who hasn't watched the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure arcs, I kind of recommend a weird machete order viewing of them. Just start with Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, start with Stardust Crusaders. Then once you're done the first season of Stardust Crusaders, jump back and do Phantom Blood. Starting with the original JoJo. Mm. Then Interspace Egypt 10 with Battle Tendency. And it's a... Uh, that seems it's, like it would be confusing, drive. but all right. It's also really fun because for, uh, for the opening theme song, they had the three guys that did the opening themes for the previous three seasons come together and make a song together and it's a really weird and awful song that Ian likes <laughs> because it's so ridiculous because it's just about these three guys wanting to know how the story ends and oh who's gonna type the period on the last page it's Star Platinum <laughs> it's very self-aware the end of the song just ends with ora 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 awesome yeah it's, it's, I will. You say it's you think it would be confusing, but I think right. one of the strengths of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure series is the the strength of character. Like the, all the characters are very distinct. Oh yeah, no that own... that series definitely seems character driven. It <laughs> yes. does not seem plot driven at all. <laughs> well, what they do in a lot of the episodes is it'll be like a single character will get singled out to face like a specific enemy that's okay. geared towards them, or they might end up teaming up. Like we we just watched uh, the first uh, Bastet thing wherein joseph joestar becomes magnetized and then abdal comes up and is like i will help you but then oh no i was also magnetized off screen and now we are both magnetized <laughs> to oh, each other buddies. yeah and it's a two-parter sweet i think my, my other favorite thing about that series right now is watching the subtitlers try their hardest to actually work around the actual names of the characters because i guess they think that there's going to be some sort of copyright issue for those that are not aware a lot of the villains and main characters in uh, jojo's bizarre adventure are named after bands so you've got robert eo speedwagon yeah you get oingo boingo yeah oingo Bo the oingo boingo brothers uh what's most cars and what so when you get to the next character, Wham, yeah, is the name of one of the villains of the second second series. They keep trying to write it out as Wamu, W A M U. How that's it's how it's said, but yeah. what they're but that's only because of the the transliteration of Wham. They're saying Wham, yeah, in Japanese, yeah, and yet they transliterate it as Wamu or Karzu. or they spell A C D C out as a word. A C D C. It's like A S I D I S I. Wow. Yeah. So you just the, the, the gymnastics that the subtitlers go through to avoid the actual names of these characters. That's, that seems ridiculous. Yeah. Why not just do it? Yeah. Except for Santana. They just went right out <laughs> with Santana. Well, because that can be somebody's real name, because it is the guy's real name. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's why they figured they can get... Like Dio, right? Mm -hmm. I could name my child Cars in the future. You should totally do name your child I Cars. Should, yeah, should do yeah that. name yeah. your future child Cars. But great, great fun series. It's, it's heading towards a good end, and I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope it continues. So, um, back to me? Nope, no, I haven't done mine yet. Yeah. Right, right, that's and, right. Yeah. And you guys spend so much time talking about JoJo's, yeah, right? And I'm glad to have, to have the hook here, because I think we really need to talk about Love Bullet Yurikuma yes. Arashi. <laughs> uh, the best series of this season. Yes, yeah. agreed, yeah. completely. 
So what did you? So uh, we haven't finished the last episode yet oh. because we don't have internet because we're sad. Uh, yes. um, so we're sad because we don't have internet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, so you, oh so the yeah, ending yeah, we, is we ending is so it. good because we we, we are really good. right yeah. on the cusp and it is oh this that series was heartbreaking mm-hmm. that last episode that like eleven was just heartbreaking and twelve is amazing and I I I'm kind of sad to know that it does end in twelve episodes because it. One of, uh, God, now I can't remember his name. Yukuhara. One of Yukuhara's <laughs> issues is that he can't seem to wrap up a 13-episode series in 13 episodes. But now he's done it in 12! Yeah. yeah. But I think, well, and I, I wonder if um, there was, I wonder if that's, um, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to remember her name, the mangaka that he's working he, with. He Amano Shininta, I think, is who mm, he's working with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be, it's, I think I might be wrong about that. Um but anyway, um, the mangaka that he's working with on this too, that might have been an influence for him where it was like, maybe I need to not make this as, like, as long-running <laughs> a, sto- a story. He, he also has a very hard time well, playing nice with mangakas. Right. And I mean, part of the thing, like, part of what I thought makes um, Yurikuma really good, all, other than the fact that, I mean, like, it's, it sews up, um, is that it is a story that like, Ikuhara is really prone to repetition mm-hmm. to make his point. And if you watch Utena... Uh, that's it's obvious because mm-hmm. we have three distinct arcs where the same thing happens. It's it's monster of the week because it's constant duels, it's constant duels, yep. and it's but it's the same progress. It's like set up, and then it's like oh we're gonna have a fight, and then we'll have a fight, and then the same thing will happen to end like in the Black Rose but saga. The thing the coffin falls out of the whatever. The repetition goes so far, and so you actually have those those stock footage sequences. Yeah, exactly. That, that precede each fight, and the same thing in. Uh, Penguin Drum. Yeah, I was, I was actually going to say Penguin Drum kind of evolved that because Penguin Drum, you have a lot of the slow reveal of different characters. Yeah, and it's like maybe some of the same scenes might be interspersed, but you get a lot more introduction throughout the whole series. Well, it's funny because what they've done in Yurikuma. Yeah, and I found I found that Penguin Drum was really hard to follow um, for as long as it because ultimately I ended up I finished that series and ended up not understanding what actually happened. Yeah, I had that problem too. I actually mm-hmm. thought it was really easy to follow at the beginning, though. Like yeah. I understood what was going on. Whereas Yuri Kuma, I felt like I didn't really get what was going on in the beginning, but near the end, it, like everything really starts. to Everything make a lot is more really sense. click, really clicks, and he really goes through. It's all about apples. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I really. I need to. I need to rewatch Penguin Drum. To see if he I does a lot of work more. to make it really clear what's what. Well, what the over what the actual story is. Yeah. So, what did you think the? Uh, and this is again talking to someone who's seen the ending. What mm-hmm. did you think the overall theme was? In Yurikuma or yeah, Penguin Drum? In Yurikuma. What's, what's funny about that is that what I thought was the theme earlier, mm-hmm. um, I was completely wrong about mm. in the last episode. Um, because I hope, okay, I hope I'm not giving anything away by putting it this way. Um, the Invisible Storm, mm-hmm. I thought was something that. Um, the Invisible Storm shows up in the series as a metaphor for excluding people. Uh, that it's like, you know, the Invisible Storm, you know, and this is like a... It's also really heavily social media. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what I thought it meant was that the Invisible Storm is the thing that happens to exclude you from everybody else. That's not what the Invisible Storm meant. Hmm. Um, yeah, they're much more clear on that in the last okay. episode. Okay. Yeah, they're much more clear about what it meant by the last episode. Um 
it's 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 not like it's a grand revelation. It just means that the way I was approaching it was was okay. different, and I can't give it away because you guys haven't yeah, seen it yet, and I don't know what your take I, on it is. Mm-hmm. So if you want to tell me what so, your yeah, take on it, my, my my take is that the invisible storm and the, the whole the whole theme of Yurikuma is actually about. Uh, Teenage sexuality mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. reaction to it by society in general. And so the Invisible Storm is just uh, a manifestation of the institutionalized, of the patriarchy, in a, in a kind sense. Kind of. I, I feel like it's more um, more a story about how it's it's normal to be gay, but everyone will tell you that you're not and you, you need to be invisible to yeah, be normal. That- Right. Yeah, like I, I, I don't. I, think, I don't think it's necessarily patriarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Ikuhara stuff is just like, here's a person as they are expected to be, mm-hmm. and then this is them kind of breaking away from that and rebelling. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In in spite of the consequences. True. It's um. Yeah, I can't comment on. That. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, does it what, ever, does it explain the court bears? Yeah, kind of. Uh, it explains think, the court, yeah. what has been happening in the court all the time, which is really like, that's the great thing about 12 is that is the last episode is that it actually, it, because it sums up all the things that have gone in the series. You realize like, Oh shit, that's what's been going on. There's, hmm. there's this stuff has been stuff. happening. We didn't realize why this was happening. And now, and that's the, that's the one fault that I'll give to Yurikuma is that it surprises you at the end. Yeah. It's, it waits till the end to give away a lot of that stuff. And that's, I mean, that's something you can do in TV, and I, uh, I guess because it's like, you know, we've been building to a thing to kind of do a big giveaway as to mm-hmm. what's going on. But because all those little dangling threads were all kind of sewn up in the end, it feels like, why the hell wasn't I told this? Like, I would have I would have loved to have known this five episodes ago and seen you develop so, the story as uh, opposed to keep repeating the same shit over and over is, is it a case and of, then sew it up. Is it a case of you're not getting any denouement, or is it that you're just, uh, you just want I, more story? I, I think what it was is that it's like, I, it's that it took so long to get there mm-hmm. that I was like, the giveaway is really interesting, that's great, but do I feel like it was worth those 11 episodes to get the, to the 12th? I... I would I disagree that they actually like they do sew everything up, but they do give you much more information. You you fell asleep during a lot of certain parts yeah. that were very crucial. Which is why I need to go back and watch the, the series the again. <laughs> so I I don't like agree like I, they do sew it up at the end, but just the the fact that they gave you that fairy tale and then when they give you the metaphors of that at the very end that actually shows you what really happened, mm. it makes a lot more sense okay. as to what's going on and. Also, really like the fairy tale aspects of the whole thing. Kumalia, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kumalia. So Yuri Kumada, she is definitely a. Yeah. That was a must-watch for this season. <laughs> this is the, yes, the best one. Cool. Yeah. Of the things I've watched, definitely the, the thing to watch. The standout. So, do we have anything else from this last <laughs> season? That uh, I do. Great. Uh, Ansatsu Kyoshitsu, or as everyone will probably know it, is Assassination, Assassination Classroom. classroom. Um, that was the season. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so yeah. Good. Really good adaptation of the manga. Um, if you're not reading the manga, uh, it's over a hundred chapters by now. So you don't uh, need good to time to manga. start. Good time to start. Um, so it goes on for a while. Um, the manga, uh, the anime, I think, is, did a really good job um, presenting what goes on in that series. In like this, so I would say watch it, and then you can probably jump in about like chapter 20 or so to kind of, you know, you could watch the series and be like, yeah. if that grabs you, then it's like, okay, jump into it chapter is, 20 of the manga. It is really manga. direct with yeah. the manga. Yeah, there's a couple scenes in the anime that are like the foreshadowing 
in the anime of like things about what everything is about. Yeah. Which I was a little surprised at that. I was like, that didn't show up in the manga, but I was like, probably that's because they felt like we need a little bit more of a hook to kind of grab people. And I don't know how they're going to, I don't think they have actually ended, um, assassination classroom yet. I think like the anime is still running. Uh, I think it's getting another core. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, jump in and watch it now. Like go get, go get it and watch it now. It's, I think it's really good. I think it's one of the, uh, it's a really great comedy. It's, um, it's got some drama to it, uh, when it needs to, but it's mostly just like a really nice, uh, really fun comedy. After you. Uh, okay, well, the only other thing I watched from the season that I'm aware of actually <laughs> came from the season, because now I'm starting to doubt that I went to the wrong list, uh, is one episode, and one episode only, of Kantai Collection. Oh, good. Oh, Jesus. God. That show is terrible. <gasps> and not yeah. for the reasons you'd think. Okay, I'm sure there's, like, like later on it's for the reasons you think. <laughs> but... I was so bored watching it. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle, in the middle when the, there was a fight going on. I was like, because, uh, okay, so Conte Collection is the Boat Wives anime. Oh, one of the Boat Wives animes, let's be clear. One of the anime from like the whole, that weird game where you have people who are boats oh. and you fight and then you make a waifu or some. They're your daughters weirdness. and then you marry them. Yeah, that kind of weirdness. So like clearly this is going to be a bad show. For very specific fan service reasons, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. In the middle, when they were fighting, I was like, I, I don't really understand why people would want to watch this anime. And then I started to kind of see like how the one girl had parts of like her sleeve starting to go away. I was like, oh, it's one of those things. It's fan service. They never went beyond some sleeve going away mm-hmm. at all. And I'm like, okay, I'm really bored. At least show me the boobs. You're not showing me any of that. This that, is really boring. You know, like, that, this is extremely boring. Isn't that the thing now? That fan service has now become very tame. It's all it, it, we're almost getting back to the levels there of There aren't even panty shots. Yeah. I think we it's, don't watch any of the things that are directly fan service. No, yeah. but but I, I I do keep an eye on this sort of thing. Like where and fan service seems to be going in the direction of, you know, the, the slight glances and if you take the idea of what the otaku idea of ideal is, it's the purity yeah. aspect. So you and can't give too much away or exact, else they'll because, turn their backs? Well, no, because then you've, you, you've ruined them. If yeah. you show them all, well, then it's, uh, it's not pure. I can't have that. It's, it's like the idea of what they've, they're doing to the idols. I mean, an idol gets a girlfriend. Well, they're, they're not pure. We can't. Idols get a girlfriend? Yeah, actually, that yeah. has happened. I mean, yeah, nice. I think in AKB48, there's, there's two girls who have... Who are spending an awful lot of time with um, each other? So it's going to be AKB forty six soon, huh? Probably, yeah. Oh, they, they, I'm sure they've got extras. In oh, the yeah, no, yeah. I know they've got extras waiting around in the room of Gauf. <laughs> but the yeah, Kante Collection, the anime. I mean, we only watched the first episode, and I was, I was like, we have to watch this because oh god, it's gonna, it's gonna be god awful. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's the point. You kind of want to see you what want that turns a spectacle. Into, right? Yeah, in your awfulness. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. It was just boring. Yeah, I, like, I could have fallen asleep during that series. There was, there was no information given really as to who, who all these characters were. It's just we're going to dump all these characters. And you'll be fine with it because if you're watching the show, you're playing the game. You already know who these people are. Yeah, so we can dump all that there. You can, you can be really happy about seeing them all walking around in crap. Um, all the, the, anima- like the animated parts of the girls getting ready to go out, that was the most interesting part of the... Because they have to, like... They're all just normal girls, and then they get shot through, like, this weird slingshot thing, and they get... Because they have to step yeah, in, like, these floating Iron ship Man. things. Oh, yeah. And they get Iron Manned up with all their stuff as they go, go flying yeah. out of the, out of the underground Man. whatever. 
That was the coolest part of the whole show. As far as I was concerned, I'm like, I wanted you to sell me on why this is going to be a ridiculous thing, oh, and they didn't sell it. It's not me. ridiculous. No. It's, it, it's it dead serious. Cool. It's dead serious. It, that, that part, like, the most interesting part was not that interesting either. Anyway, yeah. But we did watch a good series that, uh, that this past season that we'll maybe get to here. Because uh, I was going to bring up Gundam The Origin, which on the charts starts fall, but there was one of the OVAs released during the last season. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous and fun and interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the, the origin stories for characters from original Gundam. So oh, like, really? The okay. origin of oh. Char. Yeah, so, so this is his backstory. The first one, it's, it's his backstory from when he was like 10. 10 years old. Holy crap. And when his father is assassinated. Like, this is not spoilers. If you know anything about Gundam, you know that Char is actually... Oh, God, now I can't remember his Cavill. name. No. Casval. Casval. Yeah. Casval von Zeon. Oh, okay. His father was the guy who created the whole idea of the, the Dutch Space noids. Yeah, space noids and whatnot. Okay. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm getting all of this so wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so you get his story, but you also then get the origin story of Ram Barral, who was a, uh, an antagonist for uh, Amaro for about a four or five episode arc of the original Gundam as well. Right. Because he's stationed on Earth, and we get to find out what his involvement was with the with the whole assassination, and he was the one who spirited uh, uh, Char and Artasia back to Earth at that time. Okay. And so the next one, it's going to be an OAV series. The next one is going to be about Artasia. Artasia's you know, yeah. slightly growing up, and then Neat. eventually we're going to get uh, one about Amaro's youth before okay. he before the White Base. And his Which I'm less interested in. <laughs> Because he's just kind impressive. of a hero, so it's well, like, it's yeah. probably going to be pretty... I think what's going to be interesting about that is more information about his father and the work on the V Project. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. But it's like, the, in, the, in the series, they have Amaro's confrontation with his father later, mm-hmm. and it's like, you've got the first bit where he finds the Gundam, and his father is all neglecting him, and then you get the confrontation where his father's gone crazy. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Eh. But it's, it's the highest quality OAV, and it's oh. extremely expensive. <laughs> I think it's a hundred dollars for a single Blu-ray disc with one episode on it, but yep. it's beautiful. People will pay for that. Yep. People will buy that. It's Gundam, it's, and it's so good. It's good Gundam. Yep. Yeah. But the other thing that we watched this season that was good was Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works Part uh, One. Yes, I'm so glad they're doing Part Two. Yes, and I think that's. Uh. <laughs> Is that a good time then to segue into our what we're looking forward to in uh, the next season, or have you got more? Well, do you have more? I have a couple things. Okay. Um, so other things that played this season uh, that I can't talk about. Well, I can't. I can't talk about Do Da 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 season two. No, we didn't watch that at <laughs> yeah. all. Because, and we can't talk about All No Zero season two. Yeah, and but we know they're good. Yeah, we know they're good because Do Da 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 uh, was really good, and we had just we had just watched it, and then Do Da Da season two comes out. But it's a two core series, and it's being split into two, and it's being uh, so it's we're not getting the next one this season. We're getting the next one next season. Um, so Heather and I are. We were waiting for all of Do Da 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 Season 2 Part 1 to be finished so we can either watch it or we can decide to wait until Season 2 comes out and then watch yeah, it. Yeah, because we want to we binge watch that one. Yeah, because uh, Do Da 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 is really good when you binge watch it. Because you can be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I can, I can Momentum. keep, I can keep yeah. the track. Well, it's a, such a good series. Oh. that and you kind of feel like I want to know more at the end of the episode and you don't really want to... Be like, oh, I guess I'll wait till next yeah, week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which is actually my understanding of how you should be watching Gundam uh, uh, Reconquista in G. Oh, okay. Watching that week to week 
makes very little sense. Maybe I should do that then, because I was thinking that I should. It will never make sense. No matter what you do, the series will never make sense. Character motivations will never make sense. So characters recovering from deaths immediately will never make sense. But it's really fun and really well made. Can Um, we go back to talking about Fate Stay Night? Yes, you can talk about Fate Stay Night. (laughs) Unless so Beach wants I, to, like, I have I have two more. Tell us their titles. Shigatsu no Kimi no Uso was continued from last season and, and oh. finished up this season, mm-hmm. um, and that w- uh, is Your Lie in April. Uh, they finally, by the end, you figure out what Your Lie in April actually is referring to. A lie. Um, and it was um, it was good. Um, it did not go the way that I wanted it to. Probably the way most people wanted it to. And by the end. Uh, I was just kind of like, I know how this is going to end, and this isn't really what I wanted out of the series. But uh, not, a, not everything can be no, Nodame Cantabile. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Nodame Cantabile was uh, really good at let's mix the drama and the music and the comedy together. This did not really do it. This was well, that one. I mean, the the problems I have with that one is by the end of the first core, you could tell. What was happening? What what the ending for the one character specifically was going to be, and that it was going to be sad. And then they also do that thing where every single person in the audience is mysteriously a person who understands everything about music and understands every single emotion that that <laughs> character is pumping out right this second. Yeah, that's how amazing they are. Mm. Anyway, yeah. but the thing that we did watch, which is prob- which is, it is not the number one anime in in Japan, but it is damn near close, and it's Shirobako. Uh. Um, and that's for a good reason, because Shirobako, which translates as white box, uh, is a... It's by an anime uh, company. It's, it's by the company that did uh, Hanasaku Iroha. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's PA Works? I can't remember. Um, they, they did a show about people in an anime company making a show. And then they did a second season of it, which just wrapped up, which is about people in an anime company making another show. Um, and it's gripping. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, really funny good. and it's super interesting because you learn a whole bunch of stuff about how making anime works and basically how we're the worst people on earth yeah. for not appreciating it. Did you, did you, did you make it to do any of that? No. no I haven't watched that yet? I'm, okay. I'm going to binge so, that. Yeah, so first, pick it up. First season, they're making an original work. Mm-hmm. So they have a director who's coming up with a story on the fly. And a disgraced director. Yeah, yeah. disgraced. Because they have to lock in a box did, until he finishes yeah. writing yeah. stuff. Yeah, Because he's super good at running away and not finishing. Yeah. Um, then second season, after they make it through that. I'm guessing it's an adapted work. It's an adapted work that has not been out very long. Through that has a mangaka that they keep trying to get in touch with, but the the editor don't or give the away manager too much. <laughs> don't give away too much. Does not like just kind of doesn't seem to be. Hmm. He keeps saying no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And and the more you see that, the more you see the guy go. No, oh, don't worry about it. Whatever you do is fine. You're just like, this is gonna end so badly. Yeah, <laughs> but it's really good. It's super good. Yeah. Anything um, left um, on your guys's list or uh, on, no. on your list? No. I was I was just gonna like. Did you mention the fact that a lot of these characters are based on real people? Oh yeah, that's the other thing. Yes. Is that in Shidobako, a lot of them are actually based on real life seiyu and real life directors, and like Anno shows up. Yeah, and apparently, you can actually tell based on what they look like. Yeah, which is are. really creepy. Does Rompers show up? No, she doesn't. <laughs> Anno's got a cool house though, which is way nicer than the one that they show in uh, uh, <laughs> Kotoku. Uh, Fuyuki Todoki, whatever that one is. Way nicer than that house, but anyway. Um, 
Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into stuff that we're hoping for for next season. Yes. I'll go first. I was. A- any of us no, can go first. No. Ian goes first. Yes, yeah, okay. Because Heather and I want to talk about Fate Stay Night of Limited Blade Works. <laughs> yeah. Part two. Okay. Uh, oh, this has been quite the ride, actually. Like, I, going into. Going into Fate Stay Night, I, I jumped in on the Fate Zero train and watched through the, the first part of that and got so in love with the characters, so in love with the world that I decided to go watch the original Fate Stay Night. Oh, no. And that oh, was no. so bad, I feel but bad for it you. felt good to know where things were coming from. And then I watched the second half of, of uh, Fate Zero and it was great and a great ending. I'm like, oh, I guess that's the end. Well, I'll have to accept what... Fate Stay Night was. But not true, Ian. A yes. Blidworks came out. And it's... And it's Fate oh, Stay Night. It's, but it's different. It's so good. The animation is incredible. The fight scenes are the best I've seen outside of... Outside of Gundam, let's be honest. And it's... Uh, yeah, and... It's surprising because they're taking the, they're taking a different track to the story. They're taking the unlimited blade work story. But my understanding is because I think you know this a little bit better than I do, Heather, that they're still making changes from that as well. Yeah, it looks like it. Like um, I, I started with Fate Stay Night because mm-hmm. we, we we showed that off in an anime club, um, and it starts good. And then at the end, you're just like, I I don't know why I watched that. I really mm-hmm. wish I had had Fate Zero first. Mm-hmm. I would I would even, I would say. I wouldn't even start with Unlimited Blade Works if you if you're not familiar no. with the series. I would start with Fate Zero, uh, because of so reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Fate, yeah, Unlimited Blade Works <laughs> makes a lot of assumptions that you know who some of these characters are when it like, does the big introduction and reveal. Yeah, I think I think you could watch it, especially if you watch Episode Zero, which does a huge info dump. Mm-hmm. Um, but you definitely get a lot more out of it if you watch Fate Zero first. Yeah. I slept through it. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, you did. So Heather and I have been watching that in between our streams on Tuesdays. Yes, <laughs> anime day for you. So good that it's coming. So yeah, it's coming back for another season, and it's it's definitely going to wrap up because that seems to be the uh, the way that these UFO table things work. But wow, I will yeah. follow UFO table. I, I do hope they they will make some incredible changes that will show off that will actually confirm things instead of just letting you suspect yeah. them. And we're hedging a lot of what we're saying right now because everything's a spoiler, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, yeah. For those who don't know, Fates, the Fate series is based on a game. Uh, an, old, an old dating sim called Fate Stay Night. Um, one of the first, actually, or at least one of the ones that... Uh, it's early. It's an early... It popularized the genre. And, uh, yeah, so the original Fate Stay Night anime followed the main track of the game, and now this Unlimited Blade Works is following a different track in the game. Yeah, so, so plot-wise, though, you magicians yep. summon heroes from distant times, yes. fights. Yep. You're going to win a chalice and... Something awesome you get a wish. Yep. The end. But things don't turn out how they seem. Well, that's every anime. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're excited for that. Who's okay. next? Okay, Corey. Okay. Are we going this way now? No, fine. Digimon. <laughs> <gasps> yes, 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 yes. Digimon. Digimon Adventure Try. Yes. It looks really well done. That was not our generation, Ian. No, it's not, but I'm kind of excited it's, for it. Okay. Right. The first season of Digimon was the best season of Digimon. Yes. All right. Agreed. Everything after that was downhill. Yeah. That season two was but all right. Do you anyway, know, do you know anything about this? Nope, don't yeah. care. 
Corey and I are going to be watching this anime. It, it yeah. should push. Okay, so imagine you had a uh, a favorite series where all your all your uh, all your favorite characters were kids and they had adventures. I want to hear them describe it because they're big fans of it. <laughs> no, no, I want to hear what Ian thinks this is, even oh. though he didn't really watch it. Yeah. And. It's it's like a return to Oz. It looks like okay. It's going to be the, the heroes have grown up a bit, and so now they're, they're older. Yeah, and get to return back to the world of Digimon with all their friends. Okay, so Corey, so it's the first season of Digimon. No, it's not. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. No, but it's 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 yeah. It's the characters that we like, but they like the styling is different except for the Digimon which look identical mm. yeah because the they, they, they get to meet them again and they're yeah. digital creatures so digital creatures don't age even though the art styles more updated <laughs> yeah so but yeah, yeah it's an anniversary series yeah 15th anniversary yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's six years in the future yeah. from the first season <laughs> even though they don't, so they don't appear to be 15 years older no they're no. 17 now yeah. uh because it's it's six years after the first season three years after the second mm-hmm and they're supposed to meet up with their digital friends again and then uh, save the digital world again. Because it's the, same, it's the same plot line always, but like as Corey has said, it has gone downhill. So this is exciting because mm-hmm. we can go back to something that's good and not weird like humans evolving with their Digimon into a thing. Yeah. That's wrong. In the real world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hopefully it means that because we'll have o- older characters, maybe we'll have a little bit more of a mature story to deal with. It'll be more like Shadowstar. Yeah. I, I assume they're going to actually make the characters behave a lot like they used to anyways. Mm-hmm. I used to know the actual name of what Shadowstar was, and I can't fucking remember it now. Uh, Saber Riders, I don't know. No, no, no. It's it was a, it was a, uh Shadowstar, uh, if I can ever remember the title, the, the the story was about these kids who get these like monster things, and they're like, yeah, all right, except that they actually, the monsters kill each other and kill the kids. Mm-hmm. like. IRL kind of mm, which yeah, is not a thing like fun yeah it's really dark and, it no. doesn't look like it's dark but it's really dark so Anyways. I'm hoping your Digimon series is like that no it looks it no. looks great yeah but why, I guess it, why, Digimon uh, I'm looking forward to Nagato Yuki-chan no Shoshitsu yep uh, which is if anyone's familiar with uh, the Melancholy of Haruhi's Kizumiya yes. this yep. is not that this is the same characters as far as I'm concerned based on what they've said with the plot it's it's same characters different universe <laughs> because it's Haru, uh, it's Nagato Yuki yep. Nagato Yuki um, she's the president of a literature club there are three members so we all oh. know where this is going her club is probably going to die but she is shy and she uh. likes Q so the 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 summation. This is weird because it. Cause, oh, well, can I sum it up? Yeah, it's Kyoto anime not giving us what we want again. Well, what you're you a- absolutely you're, ab- it's not an you're absolutely time. right it, it because is- it's not Kyoto animation at all. <gasps> it's satellite. Oh, really? It's a completely different company okay. doing this. Good. So, so maybe Kyoto can actually get on another season of Full Metal Panic. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh, dream big, Ian. Dream big. The second uh, season of Full Metal Panic was not good. So this spinoff of the Haruhi Suzumiya series takes place in the world of the disappearance arc of the original novels, focusing on the high school life and romance of attentive and bashful Yuki Nagato, quite unlike the one you come to know and love, through the usual exploits of the SOS Brigade, but no less charming, is how it was summed up on AnnieChart.net. Yeah. Yes. So it's, it's, it's Yuki, but she's different. It's a different... She she's the same it. character, but she's not super-powered yeah. alien. And I haven't, seen disappe- alien. I haven't seen the disappearance um, arc, so I have no idea she, what, she, what she, that has to do with anything. She needs to gain confidence, is the thing yeah. I read. And I assume from that that because she has a very small club, 
because those shows that always have small clubs, the club is about to do whatever, you need more members. You are a shy president, which means you need to stop being shy so that you can get more members. And my understanding is the take on Yuki, uh, where she's shy and bashful as opposed to just like no affect, is fiercely popular among the people who really like this. So um, this is probably going to be a really big deal. I really like Yuki. I cosplayed her once. I'm very much into the show. Okay, so... uh, uh, I'm done now. You can okay. speak if you want again. We should really do these quickly. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to Gintama degree sign. It's got a little degree sign next to it. So <laughs> it's another great. Gintama, which I'm incredibly surprised they're making another one of, but I'm super happy about it. Ian? Second season of Knights of Sidonia. Don't need to say anything more about that. <laughs> but what I... Okay, and I'm going to get mine out of the way here quickly. Uh, super short comics. On my list. Okay, anyways, continue. Super short comics, okay. which I know nothing about. It appears to be a four-panel gag ma- uh, manga, which is drawn really terribly. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. But most importantly, and most trepidatiously, Hibiki Euphonium. Yeah, I was waiting for you to bring yeah. that up. That's Kyoto animation. I know, and I'm so worried because... <laughs> There might not be giant robots. I'm not. There will definitely fa- not be giant robots. This is this is a controversial statement. I'm not a fan of Kion. Kion broke promises to me. That was supposed to be about music. Yeah. It was not about music. About drinking tea. It was about friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hibiki Euphonium. I played Euphonium back in high school. I love the Euphonium. It's got a big, well-rendered Euphonium on all of the promotional information. It's got brass band. It's about a. Uh, it's, it's got about girls, attractive girls, girls with amazing legs yes. who yes. stand with their knees pointing together all the goddamn time. Yep, yeah, because Ian, it's Kyoto anime. Yeah. I feel like you're about to be heartbroken. I know because it's about a bra- supposedly about a brass band that takes it all the way to brass band Koshien. I know, and. <laughs> After being burned by this and Sakamichi no Apollon, which was a still a great series, but wasn't what I wanted. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I agree with uh, Boys and the uh, Kids on the Slope. Is that I felt yeah. the same way. I wanted to be more about the music, and it wasn't. But mm-hmm. it was a lot about the music, though. It was a lot about a the lot music. More than Kion. Knowing Kyoto Kyo Animation, it's going to be pretty. They look a little bit less moe blobish than the Kion characters, which is good. But we'll see. Also, they refer to the bassoon as the faggot or fagato. Which is going to be a weird thing to hear over and over. Oh boy! Yeah, I know. That's going to be no. That's the that's the name for it in Italy, I think, is that's what its bassoons referred to. So it's going to be really weird. Mm-hmm. But anyway, okay, that's that's my entire list. I was getting a picture, super short comics, so you can skip over me. <laughs> is it the uh, only thing? Yeah. No, no, you should pick Lupin the Third and really pissy and yeah. off. <laughs> Lupin the Third, but in the future. <laughs> oh no, no, no! So Lupin the Twenty Third. Blue jacket, Lupin. What if Lupin but blue jacket? <coughs> Which primary color will he be this time? Oh, I, there's so much to say about it, Lupin. <laughs> yeah, but you missed your turn. Yeah, uh, that's no. taking place in Italy and San Marino. Go ahead. My turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to Urawa no Yusagi-chan because it is an anime that is meant to advertise Urawa City, and I don't know what that means, right. but I want to find out. Oh, it means it's going to be not good, probably. No, it could be but fantastic. Could be really is that good. the kids series? Maybe. Okay. Like, let's that's remember all I know about th- that one. That one of the best things from, that's come to Japan in the past past few years has also been a city mascot, Funashi. There's also a Funashi series that you could watch. For, there is. For, for but I'm also month. really looking forward to Lupin the Third because there's a blue jacket <laughs> and and 
It'll be amazing because I've seen so very little Lupin. Oh, it's going to be so good. So I'm looking forward to a manga adaptation by Madhouse called Ore Monogatari, mm. um, which translates as my story, but it actually translates as my love story is how they're referring to it. About the big guy? About the big guy. Takeo Goda <laughs> is a giant guy with a giant heart. Too, gr- too bad the girls don't want him because he is a really good looking best friend. He meets a girl who's really cute. I think he ends up saving her at some point. And the thing is, is he's like the massive, like, Gori-chan. If you watch Slam Dunk, you know, like, the big gorilla-looking dudes yeah. that they always draw. So this guy is not supposed to be the protagonist. He's always supposed to be, like, the best friend, the secondary character in these kind of series. This is a shoujo manga where he is the main character. Not The girl isn't the main character. He's the main character. And it's darling. It's so sweet because... He doesn't really have a clue as to how this stuff works, but he's very much the Gori-chan kind of character. And it's I, I can't wait to see it because the manga is really good. Uh, I think the anime is going to be good, too. Um, should I keep mentioning my other ones or should we just go around I, again? I have another one. Does, Ian went through his whole list. Does yep. Corey have another one? Well, I have a movie that I was showing Ian earlier that looks interesting called uh, uh, Saru Suburi. And it's set in uh, 1814 in Tokyo. Oh, okay. That's pretty much all I know about it. And it's just like really detailed. Do we know art. who's doing it? I was pulling it up right now. I have to oh, we're doing load that. page. Load oh, the no. page. Heather? Okay, well, uh, in the meantime, I was looking forward to uh, Ikoku Ike Nihon o Taburu. Yep. Uh, which is uh, based on a book by a British traveler and dining journalist, Michael Booth, with his family on their 100-day trip to Japan. does not look like anime. It looks like, like what you would see for more of an American animation style. It's, so, um, yeah. That seems really interesting. So he travels with his wife, Lisen, uh, and, Lisen and his two, two kids, kids, Ansgar and Emil. Uh, who are six years old and four years old. And uh, Michael Booth was inspired to make this trip by Shizuo Tsuji's book, Japanese Cooking, A Simple Art. So I can only imagine what it would be like to go on a 100-day trip with the express idea of we're going to eat stuff, we're going to eat all the specialties all around, whatever. Because we went for 19 days, and we didn't get that adventurous in terms of eating food. Wow. Oh, but convenience are just so full of good food anyway. It's true. Yeah. Production IG, it looks like. For oh, really? That'll be interesting. Yeah. They do uh, good work. Other things I want to mention, uh, Kokaku Kirotai Arise, Alternative Architecture, which, of course, we know uh, uh, Kokaku Kirotai as Ghost in the Shell. Yes. Arise is getting a TV series, not in the way that you'd think. Because what they're doing is they're taking the the four movies that were made, the OVA movies that were made, they're splitting those into the first eight episodes, and then the last four episodes, or last two, it looks like the last two episodes, are going to be new content. So sell me on Arise. Um, it's more Ghost in the Shell if you haven't watched it, and Maya Sakamoto voices voices Makoto. Moto-ko. So sell me on Arise. Kusanagi. So Ghost in the Shell if you haven't seen Ghost. In I the like Shell, the or? thing is I liked Arise. I've only seen like the first two movies of it. Uh, I liked it because I was like it's a it's a similar universe. It's uh, similar things going on. Okay. It was ne- Ghost in the Shell has never really been for me about um, the specific characters. Mm-hmm. I want the characters in it. I don't mind if they're drawn differently or if they look differently because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter so much. Like, like obviously, Bato's got to look a certain way because then he's Bato, and Adamaki's got to look a certain way because then he's Adamaki, that kind of thing. Um, if Kusanagi looks a little different, it doesn't, it doesn't break my, my sense of belief mm-hmm. in the whole thing. I'm like, if this is going to give me more of like what happened in Standalone Complex, I'm for it. Mm. Um, Arise did not... 
uh, did not make me feel like, oh, this is completely pissing on the grave of what it, it doesn't. It, I, I felt like it was, it's still good. It still has a bit of uh, some interesting things going okay, on in it. Exactly. But I have to rewatch the first two movies so I can watch the next two movies. I watched the first short that was the, the, the Windows Surface. Uh, Weird. Yeah, the, the, the Windows Surface, they sponsored them in Japan. Oh, okay. okay. And so that's why they're always using these windows tablets i see the whole thing felt just a little bit off to me and i couldn't really place why i think that might be the idea though is that it's supposed to feel a little bit off okay but that's also maybe i'll have to give it a different that's a really i mean it's a really weird thing to take a series that's been around for a while and say let's make things feel off so maybe that's not the case Mm. so i have two more good anyone else have let's hear them well i can i can actually tell you a little bit about uh the movie okay okay so it's about a painter and his daughter Okay. So he's he's a renowned painter, and then it has his daughter assisting him. I've heard of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. The poster art looks gorgeous. Yeah. And it's about their relationship. Okay, um, yeah, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Where, where she is doing a lot of the work, but he is getting all of the renown. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No, I want to watch no, that, that too. that sounds interesting. Yeah. Yep. Major um, period. Anyways, yes. You um, continue. So... Uh, the last two I have, uh, one is called Recon, which I expect to be disappointed in, um, is listed as a, uh, on Crunchyroll as a heartwarming horror comedy. Uh, it's about a, the daily life of a girl who can see ghosts and spirits and therefore is also friends with ghosts and spirits, but friends with people in reality. And I'm hoping for more of a book of friends kind of thing, even though I'm probably not going to get that. So it's just why I'm going to be disappointed at that. Book of Friends yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it's not going to be Book of Friends. Nope. Mm-hmm. But I can hope. Uh, and then the last one, which I don't think will get subtitled, is uh, Amakase Mami Tasu, which is a kid's show. Oh. Uh, that's a uh, slapstick comedy with ten cats. <laughs> ten cats. <laughs> and the Nakagawa And the Nakagawa family. Yeah, and the Nakagawa family. And, uh, you, like, the... I, I saw the picture. All the cats are different colors, Ian. Ooh. They're red and they're pink and they're blue. And some of them are wearing capes. And there's probably superpowers involved somehow. And ten and cats. I don't know. I think it looks fun. Uh, it's also like really short. It's like ten minute episodes could or be. something. Uh, Shokugeki no Soma is getting an anime adaptation hmm. based off the manga. Uh, for anyone who is into sure. the manga or into the live action, I haven't watched it. So. I've, I've been reading the manga, but yeah. considering I what the manga is, I'm not sure if I'd want to watch anything based on it. I like to think I I don't know anything about it, so I like to think that hmm. um, it, I know it'll be like it. Yakitate Japan kind of deal. Where no, no. Well, there what, we go. What's it about? Beach. It's, a, it's, it's about cooking. It's about fine dining. It's not a gag series, uh, though. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of cooking anime. Yeah. Especially I'm not going to watch it. I just one. thought it was interesting it's coming out. Hokago no Pleiades, which, if, because we've all seen K-On, we know that Hokago means after school. Um, Hokago no Pleiades is a new Gainax series, and it's, uh, I'll, here we go. Subaru is a young girl who discovers that her best friend Aoi is part of a magical group trying to gather engine fragments so that a little being from Pleiades can return to his home. Subaru considers joining them as she was chosen by the Pleiadian president of the, of the after school club. Hmm. Oh, is yeah. this Bokurano? <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen Bokurano, but um, it's going to be Bokurano, but but happy and also bad. I like the idea that I was like, it's sci-fi, but it's also like alien sci-fi, after-school it's, it's sci-fi. Girl. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to actually. I, I, I'm going to watch a couple it's, it's, of. Episodes. It's a Gynax, so it's, it's it might be really sad I, at the end. It's true. It's, it's magical Everyone girl sci-fi, um, so it might be good if you like magical girl. But, but I doubt it. A thing I'm really looking forward to is Yamada Kunto Nanani no Majo. Hmm. Uh, Yamada-kun oh, and the Seven yes. Witches. Okay. The reason for that is 
uh, the mangaka who did that also did Yankee Kun and Megane Chan, yeah, which is but amazing. Then dropped its ass and started this with the Seven Witches, yeah. stuff, which is about kissing, yeah, and the th- and it's about body swapping and kissing. And apparently, uh, oh, from sorry, from being on something awful, it's a uh, harem series. From about in being kissing. in ADTRW, Yamada Kun people feel is actually the better series compared it to is. Yankee Kun. And I haven't read Yamada Kun yet, so I was meaning to. I have it in my I have in my list of things to read. And then I saw that they're getting an anime, and I'm like, "Eff it! I'm going to watch the anime and see if I enjoy it." Let me get this straight. This is one of those anime where girls kiss and then swap bodies. No, it's where well, the yeah, boy do, kisses actually. the girl. Oh, the girls kiss too. Yeah, nice. It's it's about how some people in the school are witches, which is like uh, an inherited thing by being at the school, and then they have a magic power related to their kiss. So it'll be like, if you kiss, we fall in love, ah. or you fall in love with me, or we swap bodies, and. He's got a kissing power, and then a bunch of other girls have a kissing power. And so it's about everyone kissing each other. Nice. And, oh, boys kissing, and, oh, girls kissing. Looking I forward see. to this. I will probably watch hijinks. the first episode. I like hijinks. But I, I really like the style of the mangaka. And I'm out. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I love the style oh, of the mangaka. And Yankee-kun and Megane-chan was so good. Um, didn't end the way I wanted it to. Yeah, and y- Yamada is, like faster moving oh even better yeah okay hmm. which i think is why it's the better series so, so far so did, did anyone else see see the anime that was on the list about the vegetables who go to yes. a bar no i missed that because that sounds amazing it sounds hilarious there's there's a bartender and then there's a bunch of vegetables Ooh. like celery i'm in and strawberries and yep. strawberries things yeah I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go for that what's it called i can't read what i wrote because i accidentally scratched uh. it out I can find it. It's bar something. Yes, I. Bar something. Bar, yes, I. Bar. Of course, it would be. Yeah, because yeah. yes, I is vegetables. It's, it's, it's a short. It's like it. I think they're like four or five minute long episodes, okay. which so is a, not long. Apparently, also what the short, super short comics is going to be. Yeah. Also, uh, if for anyone who cares, um, my little husband can't be this unintelligible as getting a second series. <sighs> oh, I thought that was a joke. Is I want to watch the first one. I, I watched the first two episodes of it. I actually like it so. We must be over an hour by now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. So let's wrap it up. I think that's, that's our... That's Anime, our it's great. Yeah. Please enjoy our picks and watch our picks from last season. Oh, I'd like, I'd like to say, though, like I read some of the comments from the last podcast we did. Um, these, these are our picks. This is stuff we watched and stuff we're looking forward to. If there is stuff that you think is good that didn't show up in this list, it's not because we didn't think it was good. It's because we didn't watch it. Yeah. Our tastes are different. Yeah, I don't mm. like Fate Stay Night at all, but that doesn't mean it's a bad series. I literally can't watch Fate Stay Night with Beach because he just falls asleep and it's annoying. <laughs> so I go over to Ian's place to watch it with him. Yeah. And I sit in the office and don't watch it. Yep. We're friends. Yep. Friends. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been our Lurcast anime roundup for the uh, for the end of winter, beginning of spring, twenty fifteen. Uh, hopefully, we get to do this again in three months. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm Brendan Beach Deary. I'm Heather Deary. I'm Coriander Dickinson. My name's Ian Horner. Finish it. Oh, fin- <laughs> yeah. Take Finish us out. It. Okay. Well, if, you enjoy, if you enjoyed what you see here, you know that you have been supporting us. By supporting us on patreon.com slash loading ready run our patreon it supports the podcast it supports the streaming it supports all the skits and all the commodore hustle stuff that you do and you love and you love it so keep giving please <laughs> you can find us and all of our other things at loadingreadyrun.com or lrr.cc if you're into short things like beach uh yeah <laughs> am i forgetting anything here uh 
Ian has a stream, and I have a stream, and hey, a lot of I've people, got one too. And Heather has a stream. That's Corey, right. Corey shows up sometimes. And Corey shows up sometimes. I visit people. Yes. And that's I been Lurkast. I wish you could yep. visit me. Thanks we'll very much for joining Wave Bye. to the Bye. Stop waving now? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs>